0: Welcome to Ezeba Speaks. On this podcast I discuss on faith, lifestyle, finance, career, Relationship and marriage and every other good things of life. So I'm your host Susan Odwinto and on today's episode I want to be discussing about a particular Bible character named Daniel. So I want to share lessons I personally learned from the life of Daniel and I also believe you can also learn from these lessons I've learned You know in addition to what you might have learned from the life of Daniel. So I actually have four different lessons I want to share on this episode. The number one is in-depth knowledge of your source danny had an in-depth knowledge of his source he had an in-depth knowledge of god and the laws of god and the things god wanted his children to do in their own time you know the laws of moses was commandment that god had for them and anyone who had fear of god the reference for god had to like obey those laws that that was it in their own days and because of his you know reference for god how much he feared god he saw eating you know the food the meat and drinks that were offered to the idols he saw them as a big deal even when every other people did not take it as any big deal they felt like what's this not to just eat the food because the truth was in that at that particular time daniel and his three friends were not the only children of israelites that the king took in to feed for those 10 days in verse 3 you see that they were, the king had asked for the children of israel so it was not just daniel and his three friends alone and then in verse 6 you see they said now among this were the children of judah they now specify daniel and his three friends so aside from daniel and his three friends there were also other children of israel But they didn't decide, like the way Daniel and his three friends stood out that they were not going to, you know, be defiled by the uh, portion of the food, meat and the drink that the king was going to serve them. Those ones didn't didn't stand out, those ones didn't stand for what the the, the laws of moses that was their you know their guide then based on their relationship with god based on their knowledge of god they didn't stand for the word the law of moses was actually saying against eating what has been sacrificed to idols so the same question is thrown out to us myself and to you do you really know your source you know do you know your source you know yes thank god for grace without put in, in an era where like we have a direct relationship with god a direct communication with god and god has implanted his laws in our hearts that we have the holy spirit with us to bear witness in our spirit to lead us teach us in everything but the truth is beyond being a nominal christian beyond going to church beyond having head knowledge of what the bible says what are the things god kick against do you really know your source like can you stand for your source? it is when you have that in-depth knowledge of your source you have that in-depth knowledge of who god really is and what it wants then at that point in time nothing anybody wants to say or do around you will really move you maybe at a place of work you are in your school you know at your business wherever it is you find yourself even when everybody even those that seem similarly are like christians or even pastors you know leaders and they are things that be like why are you doing this thing you will be able to take your own stand of no, I'm not going to do this. Especially if there are things that are actually against what God wants. It's been, and the funny thing is, you know, this Christian is a personal race. Sometimes, maybe what God wants for you. He may not be it in another person's life, she yet. So, you may personally, some things that people be doing, I be like, you may feel like God is not saying anything otherwise against what they are doing. But you personally, God is telling you, No, I do not want this for you, I don't want this on your part, I don't want you involving yourself in this. She understands. So, at that point in time, it is more about the things I'm doing that are they in alignment with what God wants for me, regardless of what the world is saying, regardless of what the church is saying, regardless of what fellow Christians are doing. Me personally, would this particular thing on this particular decision or this particular action, what is God saying? Me going ahead to do it is it in alignment with what God really wants. So having that in-depth knowledge of your source, God, helps you better even your relationship with him. It helps you better even really living as he wants you to live. You no, know? living a right, living the way he really wants you to live. So number two lessons I learned from number two lesson rather that I learned from the life of Daniel was was spiritually discerned he had the spiritual discernment he understood the fact that the spiritual realm controls the physical realm like everything happening in the physical realm has been said in the spiritual realm and you can control things you can change things in the physical realm from the spiritual realm he had that understanding because if not ordinary looking at it it's scientifically normal thing is if you really want to go diet eat elderly for you to really be eligible he because he understood the fact that beyond the physical aspect of life there's something a greater force in the spiritual realm that controls it and that's why he knew that even if he was not eating the elderly food that the king you know was presenting them the meat the the, the drink and all of that of course a normal human being i be like ah, these are the things i need to glow these are the things i need to you know look fresh these are the things i need to get bigger these are the things i need you know, to really have the physical attributes that the king really wanted from them but his spiritual understanding make him realize the fact that even though he does not engage in the physical activities needed for them to get fat they could actually have the same results or even a better result by controlling things with spiritual activities as i you see in verse 12 and in verse 13 said that they should just give them pulse and water and after the 10 days that the king really wanted for them you should come back and check their continents and see how they will look humanly speaking you think it's a foolish decision you think like why will you be taking person and what and you expect to compare yourself with somebody that is eating eating healthy eating balanced diet you understand But because he knew that they can change things as, as well from the spiritual realm so the same thing is applicable to us too so in all phases of our life like all phase of our life we can actually change things too in the spiritual realm if everybody is like cutting corners you know looking for short cuts, engaging in shady deals, you know, just Putting their ends into a lot of things that are not appropriate just because you know they want to get that physical result. Instead of you joining them to do that, you do the right thing and take charge in, from the spiritual angle of it. I'm not saying be lazy and only praying, fasting, and think that things will happen. Of course, aside from praying and then um, fasting, you should have your own path to take in getting things done. But what I'm saying is, you don't have to, like, if you want what it is you've required of you to do is something that is not in support of what God will want for you. You don't have to do it. You can change it with the authority you have like from the spiritual angle, from the spiritual point of view. That is the point I'm driving at. If people have to like pay bribes, I'm just giving a scenario pay bribes to get something done. Instead of you joining the queue to you know pay their bribes, why don't you like do the needful then go to God, pray, turn the heart of the person you're supposed to pay the bribe to and you will still get the same results that the people that actually buy their way in got that's just an example of it you can just think about it in which aspect of your life and how you can really you know instead of doing the shady things instead of cutting corners you using the spiritual aspect of your life to control those things to still get the results you want without having to go along with those Physical activities that are not in support of what God really wants for our lives. Number three lesson is He had absolute faith in, like, His faith in God was high, it was absolute. Because if not, an ordinary person cannot just do, like, take the decision that he took. Because it, it, beyond speaking it, that okay, you know. Beyond speaking the words of faith that listen is wrong. Eating food that sacrifice to idol is wrong. I will not eat it. He acted upon it because he had to take his turn and saying that. You know, yes, in verse 8, he they said he proposed in his act. He knew that he wasn't going to eat it. And he also acted on it for that ten days. Perhaps when we don't even come to tempt them, maybe even the other people eating the food be like, Daniel, see chicken then daniel, see this drink, are you not going to eat? No. But they stood their ground and they acted upon what they really believed in what they had faith in, not shaving for that ten good days. Like ten good days, they didn't. They didn't shake their faith. I mean, okay, fine, Bible did not explicitly tell us what happened then. But it's possible save that. Maybe during that ten days, the day one, there may not be a physical change. Even though they had the faith that God could change their physical appearance. Day five, they may not have had that physical change yet, but they still had that faith. Faith to believe that food that was not so in its sense compared to the food that the others were eating were not so nourishing you know they didn't have as much nutrient as the other food that the main guys were eating they didn't have such kind of nutrients but the other fear that even this one even if it's like just 10 percent nutrient it has you still going to do the same work that you the food you are eating the nutrient they have is going to do it's that kind of a massive faith. So, even we ourselves, well, another lesson that we can imbibe is having faith in God. And having faith in God does not limit to I want healing. I want, you know, maybe have a particular ailment you want God to heal you've been trusting God for, or, you know, provision. You want provision for admission, you want provision for finance, for business, for customers, and all of that. It's not just for like provision or healing on, on all of that alone. Like, our faith can be applied to different areas of our life like in every single area of our life as a student you can utilize your faith in your academics. that okay regardless of what this lecture is saying regardless of the fact that what this is saying I'm not understanding but you have that faith that I will understand and I will pass this course regardless of what people are saying about the course you know your faith can also be put to use as an entrepreneur you believe that your services regardless of the situation of Nigeria regardless of what they are saying, regardless of how tough everything seems physically that because of my faith in God, my office that I want to use the kind of resort that I want. You can also use your utilize your faith in how you handle works like and do your duty at work even when you like ah this client is being so difficult that boss or colleague that is so proving so difficult or you have a task that is just so demanding or so it goes you can also apply your faith that as long as i'm here and a child of god this is how this will be for me i don't care how others are having it i don't care what kind of voice lashing out on them me oh this is how this is going to work out for me you can also utilize your faith on how you handle situations you know there are times that situations that will challenge your beliefs that will challenge your value system situations that will challenge your principles that will challenge your integrity that will make you feel like ah, like you know adapt cross junction so your faith is also what to be applicable at that point. And so your faith can be applied to different things, not just when you need something from God or when you want to pray to God. So your faith is applicable in all fears of life. And the fourth lesson is that God does not feel, and he rewards sacrifices. Like God never feels, and is always so faithful to reward sacrifices. Because if we go through, like, um, from the verse 15 down to 20, we could see that number one, just like they believed, just had they had the faith, God made them fairer in countenance, made them fatter. You know, they were fresher than even those that were eating all the chicken and duck and everything. They were finer, and fresher. So in that, it was just God that could have done it. It was just God. So God is is a faithful Father. He never fails. Once he sees that your consistency, once he see that you really want to stand by him, like you are really putting him to that point of reference, that no, it's either God or nothing else. It's either God that is like the basic of my decision on this thing. If this decision or these steps is going to like affect what God has said it's going to alter my relationship with God then I will let it go when God sees those sacrifices you make sees your heart sees your commitment to him sees how much I ready to go for him he himself he will definitely know. for it will come true for you the other part of it was the honest truth is to me personally i saw them f- losing out not losing yeah let me use the word losing out i said i'm losing out on the nourishing food the chicken the drink and all of that i saw that de- saw it as a sacrifice because maybe part because me having food they like food so you telling me that ah Susano, see this plate of food and everything and i have to choose that is it that is this food or i don't so to me like them missing out on you no, know, the package of the food or the ceremony of those food were like a sacrifice they had to make. Yes, it was a sacrifice because, like, our food that you are saying, like, correct food, though you are missing out on it because you want to honor God. <laughs> For me, because I'm a foodie, it was a huge sacrifice on their part. But the after part of it is that God actually rewarded that sacrifice, He gave them skills, He gave them knowledge. It gave them wisdom, it gave them understanding, you know, they had understanding of visions and dreams. They had that kind of skill that made them ten times better than every other people that were in that same competition. That was it. So to you as well, your own sacrifices may not be food, like the case of Daniel. Your sacrifice may be having to remain honest and you know, be... Keep or keeping hold to your integrity. Your own sacrifice may be losing out on deals, losing out on promotions, losing out on better grades. You know, whatever it is, the sacrifice is in accordance as you are making it for God. You are making it in order to honor God, in order to honor the desires of God, in order to honor the wills of God. You know, in order to honor what God wants to please Him, you can be rest assured that God is going to reward you. In bountifully, is going to reward you. That is it. Okay, so. These are the lessons, oh yeah, that I would love to share. These are lessons that stood out for me in the life of Daniel. So you, I also love to hear. What are the lessons that stood out for you, you know, in the life of Daniel? Maybe at the particular time when you studied about Daniel. I would love to hear. You know, you can send me your response via mail or reach out to me via any of my social media handles. I would love to hear. What are the lessons that stood out for you in the life of Daniel? Thank you for listening to this episode.